Are you a woman of faith or open-minded seeker, wanting to make a difference but find yourself asking, how can I heal my emotions and overcome the hurt, pain, and regrets of my past? How can I break free from the medical matrix and heal my mind and body holistically? How can I lose weight without losing my joy? How can I live in this world without being consumed by it? How can I have more of God's blessings, miracles, and protection over my life? If you resonate with any of these questions, you are in the right place, my sister. Welcome to the Sharing the Bliss podcast, where we help women of faith soothe their souls, heal their bodies, and live their bliss in a time like this. Join me, Coach Carmen Abercrombie, Certified Holistic Health Coach, author, speaker, and founder of Sharing the Bliss, and my co-host, Coach Denise Beecham, the Wellness Diva, on this weekly joyful transformational journey. Because regardless of your current circumstances, your breakthrough begins today. Well, hello. Welcome to Sharing the Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Carmen. And I'm Coach Denise. And this is episode number five, which is part three of our Soul Detoxing series. Today's topic is how to make peace with your past and turning lemons into lemonade. I believe that this particular episode will be pivotal for a lot of people, especially if they have some issues that they're dealing with that they've never really been able to let go of. Mm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because you may ask yourself, well, how do I make peace with my past? How can I turn lemons into lemonade? But there's a secret that we're going to share with you today. It is called Sow It as a Seed. Yes. Yes. That's the exercise that we're going to be sharing today. Sow it as a seed and let go and sow. Mm -hmm. Because letting go is what's going to release whatever you're going through. And not only releasing it, but it's going to, in return, give you double for your trouble. It's going to give you peace from your pain. It's going to give you everything that you did not think that situation was going to give you because God is going to take that weed and turn it into an awesome blessing for you. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So let's get going. Sow it as a seed. Yes. I'm going to first talk about how this sow it as a seed exercise came to be part of the soul detox program and part of the 28 day body and soul detox sow it as a seed is very near and dear to my heart because god gave me this exercise which was something that he told me to do to actually heal and save my marriage it was just amazing how the devil can come into a relationship that you know is anointed it was sanctioned by God and the next thing you know is things are happening and there's discord you're not getting along you can't see eye to eye you know you're trying to hear what the person is saying but you're not hearing and they're not hearing you and that happens in all relationships from time to time or at least once and that's what happened to me and my dear husband who was my high school sweetheart so we were together for many many years when this happened and I just could not understand why God was not supporting me in this situation. It seemed like I wasn't getting the help that I needed to have my husband see eye to eye with me. And I I just didn't know what to do. But one day God told me to sow it as a seed in prayer. 
And I was like, sowed as a seed. What does that mean? And I had seen someone, a minister on television, tell a story about her situation and how God told her to turn the negativity into a seed. So I said, okay, I'll do that. And I was just giving and, and making nice meals and, and doing extra things to show my appreciation and to show that I had no malice, no negativity in my heart towards the situation. Right. So I would do all of these things to show that I was sowing it as a seed and who wasn't seeing it? It's like he didn't appreciate it and that would make me mad. And I was like, wait a minute, God, this is a two-way street here. You're telling me what to do to show my love and my gratitude and to be this dutiful wife. And now he's not even appreciating it. You need to talk to him too, not just me. And God said, you just dug up your seed. And I was like, what is dick? You got to dig another hole and put the seed back in there. And every time I was doing the right thing and I would get frustrated because it wasn't appreciated, God was like, you dug up the seed again, <laughs> put it back in. Oh, he says, in order for you to heal this situation, you're going to have to forget and forgive mm. and to love unconditionally. Forget, forgive, and love unconditionally mm -hmm. and not be bogged down by what you see. You know, don't allow what's coming your way to affect you. You are going to continue to love the unlovely. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, exactly. So I did. And guess what? I had a breakthrough. And my husband, all of a sudden, it's like the scales fell off of his eyes and he could see his shortcomings and he was very apologetic and we were able to heal our marriage but not only did we heal our marriage we healed our lives and that's how god works when he turns your weed into a seed believe me you're going to get more than what you lost god is a god of abundance whenever he's going to give you something back he even tells you in the word he's going to give you double for your trouble mm -hmm. If you do your part, he's going to do more than what you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about Sow It As A Seed. It not only healed my marriage, because the enemy was all in it. The enemy was doing his best to break us up. And it would have been crazy and ridiculous. No one would ever believe that we would have had issues like this. Right. And it wasn't even anything that intense. At the time, it seemed that way. Mm -hmm. But that's how the enemy is. He makes things so much bigger than mm -hmm. they are yes he does you know and since then when i went through my healing process and god gave me the 28 day body and soul detox and let me say when i was healing one of the things that he had me do first when i came home i closed my business to heal my body from that blood disease i had to shut everything down because i was so sick i couldn't really function the first thing he said was you have to deal with your soul issues while you're changing your diet, you have to deal with your soul issues. And that's how the soul detox came to be. But that sow it as a seed, when he gave me that, I was like, yes, that's a big part of it. I was able to incorporate that in the 28 day body and soul detox, mm -hmm. soul detox portion. 
and I've been able to help I don't know how many women and men through this process the sow it as a seed is so powerful coach Shanice what's your story that comes top of mind to you when it comes to sowing it as a seed oh okay so I was married living in New Jersey mm -hmm. and the marriage was on its way out. You know that she had to put her phone down for I that. I put the phone down for this. I was having to put my glasses <laughs> put, down too. She put her phone and her glasses <laughs> down, girl. Glasses and down. you know, this is, we're using <laughs> our phone because it has this, the 28 Day Body and Soul Detox book and we're going through the Soul Detox in our phone so right. that we don't miss anything. That's why right. we're having our phones. Right. Candy. All right. <laughs> it's going to be juicy. So the marriage went bad mm -hmm. and I was preparing to move back to Staten Island. Mm. And on the day that I was moving, actual day that I was leaving, mm -hmm. he was leaving out that morning to go to work. And, you know, we were saying our goodbyes and he said, well, I'll say this, you won't be able to find an apartment because you don't make enough money and your credit is not all that great. And mm. then he also turned and said, and you'll probably only have the car for about six months because it's got a lot of problems because I had gotten the car in the divorce settlement. Wow, he was throwing some doubt bombs. Yeah, he was throwing a lot of them. And because I was literally emotionally spent, I was exhausted mm. physically, emotionally, spiritually, I was exhausted. And so those darts were able to really get in and sink in to have me literally believe that this wasn't mm -hmm. going to happen. So, but I had a plan when I was leaving where I was going, I was going to stay with a friend of mine and I stayed with this friend for about six months, maybe a little, give or take a month. And each time I went to go and try to find an apartment, I would get turned away. It was at the point where I went to this organization and they literally told me before we can um, find you a place, you will have to literally be homeless. And I said, I am homeless. I don't have my own place. Just because I'm not on the street doesn't right. mean that I'm not homeless. Mm -hmm. But the way they saw it was, well, you can live with somebody, you can sleep on someone's couch. And I said, I'm a grown woman. I don't want to sleep on somebody's couch. I want my own, but they couldn't help me. So that wow. those things that he was saying kept coming back to mm. me. And then, you know, I was looking at apartments listings and the rents were so high. And so now I'm thinking the same thing. Oh my goodness. He's right. I'm not going right. to be able to mm -hmm. afford an apartment. I'm not going to be able to find anywhere to live. And it was just running through my head over and over again. And eventually I ended up having to leave that friend's house because she was renovating her home. Mm -hmm. So, but I already knew this. So I have another friend who needed someone to help her out financially. So, and we're good friends. So I ended up moving there with her and it's around that time that I was actually doing another detox. I was doing another detox and I was going through the soul, soul detox portion of it. Mm -hmm. And I came across these exercises that, and I had done this before I had done the soul detox before. So this was like maybe the fourth time, but I, for some reason I didn't connect that this would actually help with my situation that I was in now, but it actually did. So I was reading through it and it, it just hit me. Okay. You know what? You're going to have to do the soul detox and you're really going to have to sow this as a seed because if you don't, everything that he said to you, you're going to believe it. 
And if you remember, by that time, I was having a problem with the car, too. Remember? Like, it was yeah. little things were coming I mean, up. Yes, oh, we no. had many conversations. So, you know, I had to, there, something had to be done. And in the middle of doing that part of it, so it is a seed, it came to me. You do not have to believe that. You don't have to believe that. You don't have to take that on. You can leave that with God and and move on and just keep doing what you have to do. And then suddenly a voice came into my head and said, you also know how to bring your credit score up. You know how to do this. Why haven't you been doing it? But it seemed like as soon as I sold what he was telling me as a seed, that's when the thought popped into my head. Right. Because now it's clear. I gave that up so, so that, that more positive thoughts could come into my head. Yeah. You know how to get your credit score up. And so I started making steps to do that. Mm -hmm. And then it was time to take the car in to have it checked. And I was having some trepidation about that because I thought that the mileage on it was true and it wasn't. I found out that the mileage that was on it was, it was a setting that had it wrong. And it literally had a hundred thousand miles less on it than I thought it was. And that he thought it was. That he thought it was. And here it is. What is it? Four years later, I still have that car and it's running like, it runs so beautifully. It has very little issues with it as opposed to what he was telling me six months. Yeah. So I had to put all of this down, all of this that I'm telling you now, I put this down on paper and wrote it in the exercises and sewed it as a seed. And like you, sometimes I would dig it up mm -hmm. and I, I would catch myself like, no, 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 no. Leave that where it is. We don't want to even think about bringing that up. Yeah. We're just going to keep moving forward. Yeah. Because lots of times when there's a situation in a marriage where it's starting to crumble and it doesn't look like there's going to be any resolve, many times as women, the last thing we want to do is sow it as a seed, mm -hmm. especially when we know that we weren't treated right and we know that we didn't deserve what we got. Mm -hmm. And that is when you really have to sow it as a seed. And I remember the conversations that we had, mm -hmm. Coach Denise, during that time, mm -hmm. and I was constantly in your ear having that opposite inspiration yes. <laughs> not the negative yes. inspiration but the positive inspiration mm -hmm. and knowing that it was all going to turn around for you and that's so important to have someone or some ones maybe a posse even if that can <laughs> encourage you and keep voicing yes. the opposite of that negative yes. it's so easy to cling on to that it's so easy to hold on and to let that take root in your mind. Remember, we were talking about the subconscious mind right. and how all these things take root and we have to use our wills to say, no, I am not going to accept that. That is a lie from the pit of hell. But the sowing it as a seed, when you see the situation and it's ugly and it's not right mm -hmm. and it's scary and all of that, and you give it to God and say, God, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to forgive the situation. Yes. Sometimes you have to forgive yourself. Yes. Yes. You have to forgive mm -hmm. yourself if you've made some stupid decisions financially. Mm -hmm. We've all done that. Yes. Most of us have, you know, like, why did I spend the $10,000 on that? Oh, you know, I should not have done it. Mm -hmm. And now I don't, you know, have enough to do what I have to do. Yes. Whatever. Right. And you can ask God to forgive you forgive the mistakes you made, your choices that you made that weren't right, the situation that you're in, that you should not have put yourself in, 
in addition to forgiving that person or persons who have done things to you that was not right. I mean, even in the worst situations, I'm talking even someone who has taken the life of a family member or, you know, you may have been molested as a child or as an adult, you were raped by someone. I mean, I'm talking serious, hardcore yes. stuff. Yes. That fits in this too. Mm-hmm. Because you have to let it go and give it to God. You're going to have to say, you know what? This is all in my soul. This is all in my heart. This is just tearing me apart. This is like eating me alive. I got to let it go. I have to say, even if you don't really believe it yet, if you don't believe it yet, you have to say, I forgive that person. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sow this as a seed, yes. this situation as a seed to you, Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it go so that I don't even have to entertain it anymore as it was. Because it's no longer that weed. I put it in the ground so it can become a fruit-bearing tree yeah. of righteousness. Yes. I'm trusting you, God, that you're going to take that seed, that weed seed, and turn it around. And that's when we get into the soul detox, so it has a seed because it's all about letting go and putting it in the ground. If you don't put it in the ground beloved, it's not being sown. And if you keep digging it up, God can't turn it into a beautiful garden, right? He can't heal it. Right. Because we keep digging it up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a while. Like we said, both of us, yes, it, <laughs> we it, have it that situation a while to, to leave it there and let it root mm. and produce. Mm. It take it takes a lot of discipline and definitely a lot of reframing our thoughts, which we talked about last week. Yes. And it takes time and you really have to be mindful and use that wheel with the conscious and the subconscious because yes. when that thought pops in, you have to immediately reject the it. The mental feedback loop. Yes, you have to immediately reject that thought. And say, no, I'm not going to think about that anymore. I've already put that in the ground. I've, I've sown it. I'm going to leave it there. Mm -hmm. It is amazing how God turns things around when we let him, if we keep holding on to the regret, to the pain, to the anger, the only thing that's going to happen is that the enemy is going to come in. You're sowing it as a seed. And I've never said this before, but you're sowing it as a seed. Oh, I don't even want to say it. (laughs) You're sowing it as a seed to the enemy. You know, I know, I know. But the reason why I say that is this. I know that's hard. But the reason why I say that is because what happens when you don't let go? What happens when we don't forgive? What happens when we don't? Just decide that it's over in our hearts. You know what happens. Sickness happens. Stress happens. Anxiety happens. And as we were saying last week, we start to attract more mess. Mess happens. It may not even be related to that situation that you didn't sow. Mm -hmm. But other things, more problems start to come. You notice that if someone, many times someone who has had something really negative happen to them and they're constantly talking about it like they never let it go. Right. Maybe a person that Mm -hmm. did something to them. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, those people have more like issues. They seem to have a lot of stuff going on. 
I know you can think of some people like that, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's like, man, if you could just let that go, I think you're going to have more peace in your life. I think, I think you're going to have more opportunities come. That's why I say you're sowing it to the enemy because when you don't let God take that seed, it's still a seed. The Bible says that the entire earth is connected to the seed time and harvest principle, which means that everything is a seed. Everything we do is a seed. So even though you say that that was a long time ago, if you're holding on to it, you're holding on to a seed. And we know that we have two realms. We have the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. So the, that's why the word says, choose this day who you will serve. If you don't let go of that seed for God, you are letting it go for the enemy. And that's mm. how powerful. And that's why this is so important. Deep. That is deep. I know. It gave me like goosebumps. Yeah, because I didn't <laughs> want to say it. But we got to be real. Yeah, it, I agree. I agree 100% with you because I also know that if you don't, let it go. You may move forward in your life, but you're going to move forward with bitterness, um, anger, anxiety, a closed mind, a closed heart. Mm -hmm. And so the closed things heart. that you want to come mm -hmm. towards you, like maybe a, another. A, a, another marriage that's mm -hmm. different from the one you had, mm -hmm. you'll attract pretty much the same thing you already mm -hmm. had. You know, and all of those and the, the bitterness is just going to bring bitterness because you're going to bring it to whoever you happen to be. Wow. It's like a cycle that you can't get yes. out of. Yes. You're just going around and around. Mm. And I cycle. know that when I did that, things happened. Because if you remember, I was traveling back and forth to New Jersey because even though I moved to Staten Island, I still worked in New Jersey yeah. at a low paying job. But I mean, I had to do something, but I was literally going broke, just going back and forth to work. And that left me kind of angry and bitter. I really was. And I couldn't stay in that mindset no. and expect to find the type of job that I wanted and where I wanted it. So I had to keep going back and forth. Okay. You know what? Here go another thing. Here we go. We're going to have to sew this. Yep. You know, I need to find a, a well-paying job. I can still remember the day I went on the interview and the interview went so well that the person who I was speaking with, we were having a conversation similar to like what we're doing. We're just sitting yeah. there key, key, key and, mm -hmm. ah, and it just, it was a conversation. And when I walked out of there, the first thing that hit my head was that job is mine. It's yep. got my name yep. all over it. Well, you know, we can't have this conversation because whenever we do, I always have to put my two cents in. I always have to put my two cents in and remind coach Denise how initially she was saying to me, because well, we, we stay connected in this. And that's why I said, you need to have a positive sister. She stayed connected to me in my dark days and having that positivity helped to pull me out. Coach Denise, since I met you, my two sisters passed away, mm -hmm. you know, and you were there for me. It was just natural for me to be there for you. Plus, God just made me see. I could see your future. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be amazing. I always did. Yeah, I you always, did. I always saw yes, what you, you did. did not see. Mm -hmm. And That's I remember true. when... You did not see the job because you really enjoyed the job you had helping the women. That's and you were like, I, I like this job. I'm mm -hmm. not going to be able to find a job like this on Staten Island. I was like, yes, you can. 
you can find a job like that. You can find a better job. Mm -hmm. and, I remember. Yes, I was like, I no, remember. no, you can find, you start confessing, confessing, yes, 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 <laughs> confessing yes. what you want, confessing what you want. Yes. And God, I mean, between the seeds you were sowing, the, just the person that you, you are and letting go and sowing mm -hmm. and then that affirming, that's how that job came to pass. I 100% agree because I know if I had a stayed where I was in the mindset that I was in, mm -hmm. it never would have happened. No. I had to do a whole 360. Mm. And it's not easy. We know that it's not easy. No, it's not. But we do know that it can be done. Yes. And if, if we can do it, then anybody else listening to this podcast can do it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it really is controlling our flesh because our flesh wants to be angry. Mm -hmm. Our flesh wants to fight back. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people who are six feet underground because of that. You know, because we live in a world where you feel that way and the other person feels that way. And sometimes something happens. We have to learn how to live in peace and let things go. Coach Nice, why don't we go into exercise number three, which is let go and sew? Yes, yes. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'm going to read this because yes. I think this is interesting. Yes, thank you. So the exercise <laughs> is actually calling you to uproot the weeds and sow them as a seed. Release each unresolved soul issue and sow it as a seed. Trust God because he will make it right no matter how awful the circumstance yes. if you sow it as a seed. He promises to give you beauty for ashes. Mm. So mm. it's time to get the chip off your shoulder, lose the victim mentality and ditch the martyr's badge of honor because God is your vindicator and you're about to get double for your trouble. And you can see that in Isaiah 61 verses one through three. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can flush out a lot of stuff because we start with searching for the weeds. Yes. Cause lots of times we're not even aware of the weeds because mm -hmm. we don't, we don't think of that as a weed. It's just, you know, something that's happened in our life right. and you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is it is a weed. And just imagine if your mind was full of weeds, it's not good. Right. Nope. We want, remember we were talking about a, a beautiful garden in our soul mm -hmm. that's flourishing and the ecosystem is just healing and lush and lovely. But the weeds choke the life out of mm. the growth. They, yes. they literally choke it. So you definitely want to be rid of those. Amen. What we have our clients do is to go down a list and check off any of the weeds that relate to. So that's step one. Right. Step two is you will uproot the weeds. So you will be returning to the beginning of the list and write a brief explanation of each issue that pertains to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for you, what you would do is just make a list of the things in your life that you're still holding on to mm -hmm. negative experiences, negative situations that you haven't really let go. You haven't brought to the altar and left it there. You know, you haven't given it to Jesus. You keep picking it up and, and then back and forth. And right. he, he can't work with that. And yeah. the angels can't support you. Right. You know, they're very intentional and you have to be in, we have to be intentional right. once we make a decision like that. Right. Right. So, yeah. So make a list. And then once you make that list, then you're going to write a statement to God 
for each thing that's on the list. And you're going to say, Father, I sow this, whatever it is, as a seed in faith, expecting a blessed harvest. Yes. Whatever it is. Whatever Father, it is. I sow this, whatever it is, as a seed in faith, expecting a blessed harvest. Yes. And then we have a list of all the different things. And they include everything from physical abuse mm -hmm. to unresolved issues of sexual abuse, unresolved issues of emotional abuse, unresolved mm -hmm. abandonment issues, yes. unresolved feelings about something lost or stolen from you mm -hmm. and so on. And there may even be some that you may have to add for yourself that yeah. you may not see here. You, while you're making your list, you can write it down. I think that this is very helpful because it actually encourage you to, encourages you to search your heart. your heart to see exactly what's going on. Because sometimes we, we're feeling um, a certain kind of way, whether it's bitter, angry, sad, or what have you. And sometimes we don't even realize where it's coming from, especially if it was from way mm. back. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a way where you can think about, like it will literally cause you to think yeah yeah and maybe remember certain things yeah and there's no need to be fearful about it if it does come up because you're leaving it somewhere where it can only return a blessing exactly and i'm going to go back to where i had written unresolved feelings about something lost like if you lost something mm -hmm. i lost things that i really regret seeing. And I had to let go. I, when I lost my wedding band, it was, it was kind of devastating. But I had to sew it as a seed after a while because it was a very unique ring with the diamonds around the flowers. You know, it's not something you see that often. But I sewed it as a seed and we searched and we found a ring that I liked even more, which is amazing. It can be anything, wow. even if it's a tangible thing that mm -hmm. may not mean a lot to other people, but it's very important, special to you. Or if someone stole from you, we've all have experienced at least once in our lives. Mm -hmm. And today with all of these thefts that are going on on the internet and identification thefts and, and yes. things like that, even if someone came into your house and robbed you, whatever it is, sow that as a seed. Yes. Sow it as a seed and God will return and give you double for your trouble and return seven times what the devil stole mm -hmm. from you. You know, it's very important. Also, the feelings that you have about a person who stole from you. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> like, uh, you, know, you know how that can be. Yes. I'll cut you now. <laughs> You're like, you have sat with that. Even if it's a family member. Yeah. So then also unresolved issues with people who have never forgiven you okay so that's something that you may not think about but there are people who are just like mad at you <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to convince them not to be mad it's something that it's an innocent situation you really had nothing to do with it for some reason the enemy got in their mind and mm. made them think that you yes. did something to them yes and they don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. You know, you can sow that as a seed as well. It's amazing. Get into your heart and really allow God to show you because you want to clean all that stuff out. Yes. Now think about this grief and loss, loss of a loved one or loved ones. You don't think about sowing that as a seed, but you can, you can sow the loss of a loved one mm -hmm. as a seed so that God can heal your heart. Yes. 
and bring joy back into your life. Mm-hmm. What else we have here, Coach Denise? I like this one. It says, sow your love for them in your heart towards your future. I like yes. that. I really, really like that. Amen. Mm-hmm. And unhealthy connections. Yeah, places you have an unhealthy connection to. Mm. And that, you know, unhealthy connections to a certain place. It's funny, we can be addicted to all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Not just food, not just drugs, not just alcohol. We can become addicted to being drawn to a particular place. Person, place, or thing. Did you just make up that? No. <laughs> that's Remember the noun describes a person, place, or yes, thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> been there, done that. And so these can just jog your, your memory. You know, disappointments in others. You may be disappointed in your child mm-hmm. because they decided to marry someone that you really didn't want to marry right. or got pregnant or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're disappointed. Right. That spirit of disappointment, it is a spirit. And the spirit of disappointment is very destructive. That's something you have to let go. You have to let go and forgive your child or whoever you're disappointed Mm. with because your husband may be disappointed with him because they can feel that in their soul. Right. They can feel the disappointment you have with them and it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. And there's that discord and disconnection. So right. that's a really important one as well. What else we got here? Tangible objects from your past that are no longer supporting your life. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> thinking about the clothes. <laughs> you know, when you have to give up certain things that you used to wear and you can't wear anymore. <laughs> I've held on to things in my closet for so long knowing that I would never put it on again but couldn't <laughs> really couldn't oh my gosh and let it go well at least I think I'm gonna wear it again but I have stuff I mean I'm talking 30 years okay oh, 30 goodness. years I have but I keep my stuff we keep all things well right yeah I, I do I keep my things really mm-hmm. well and I like them but sometimes I'm like Mm, how can I work this into 2024? Yeah, but it goes beyond them. We're, we're making light, but we know it goes beyond that, yes. you know, to the point where there are just things that, that are, are very tangible that you just refuse to let go of, yep. you know, and that could be anything, a job that's no longer supporting your life, mm-hmm. a car that keeps breaking down, but you love this car so much that you're going to keep it no matter what, but you're constantly putting more and more and more money into yeah. it and it's breaking yeah. down, but you don't want to give it up. It could be anything. It can be anything. And here's the thing, sowing it as a seed, when you have a material thing that you know you don't really need because you have three of them, Sowing it as a seed is also sowing it to someone else, giving it to someone else who needs it more Mm -hmm. than you. Mm -hmm. When you do that, you are really blessing the person as you bless yourself. You're releasing it. And whenever you let something out of your hand, your hand is open for something else to come Mm -hmm. back in. So sowing, sometimes you have to go through your house and start sowing. I did that. I had like boxes of things that I gave to a church who was having a affair and I, I mean some of the things I could have kept but I'm like you don't need this 
give it. And even some of the things you do need, sometimes you got to give up stuff you do want yes. that you don't want to let go of because you want something more than you want that. You know, if you need something more than you need that, sow it as a seed. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with giving. Actually, it's nothing but good about giving. You can't beat God giving no matter how you try. Amen. So that's, that's part of sowing as a seed too. So we're going to just quickly talk about protecting the seed and basically protecting the seed. We can even talk about this because we've, we've taught it so many times, Coach Anise. Yeah. I don't even think we need to go through the reading. We don't. (laughs) Yeah. The The sowing it as a seed and then protecting the seed. Protecting the seed is very similar to what we we're saying about digging it back up again, mm-hmm. you know, and allowing other people to dig it back up. Right. What do you have That's to say about that? That's the second part of it. Yes. There's the other side of that where you're not digging it up, but there are other people in your life who are still there. For yeah. instance, they still want to talk about it and they love to discuss it with you because usually in the past, the the conversations between you is back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth, back. Oh, yeah. And you know this. And oh, yeah. And you remember. And how in the world is he going to? And what? You know, and, and, and so you never let it go. Right. So when you decide that you're going to protect that seed, so now what you have to do is you'll have to put a stop to those conversations. Mm-hmm. And that can be a little difficult because the person who, or persons who would bring those subjects up to you are expecting you to go in like, and, you, always and, like did. you always did and mm-hmm. discuss it. So now you're going to respond to that in a completely different manner. Yeah. And you may say something like, you know, I know that we've always talked about this in the past, Mm -hmm. but right now I decided that I was going to leave that up to God and Mm -hmm. I'm just making the decision not to discuss it no more. Yes. And you're going to come across resistance and they're going to be confused. Like, why doesn't she want to talk about this anymore? You know, we always talked about this and you may even come across a little bit of um, hostility, mm. unfortunately. I mm-hmm. hate to say it, but mm-hmm. it would be like a, a, you'll get talked about. Oh, you know, she's acting like she doesn't want to talk about this no more. Like she's too good to talk about this anymore, you know, and you'll have to stand firm, you know, develop that thick skin and, and tell them over and over again. And if they still continue to bring mm-hmm. it up, can we change the subject? Can we talk about yes. something else? Or here? you change the subject without cha- even saying anything. Yes. Just once you continue to change the subject mm-hmm. on something, you know how we are. Like we're a little taken aback when somebody does that, but we get it. Mm-hmm. We know that they don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. And right. then we just cease. <laughs> right. And then just don't talk about don't it. Don't talk about it anymore. You know, Absolutely. You can't have a one-sided conversation. <laughs> yes. Especially when that seed is fresh. Yes. In the ground. It's mm-hmm. tender. Just like you put any type of seed a plant in the ground Mm -hmm. you know it has to take root first it has to get rooted and grounded we are fruit bearing trees and we have to be rooted and grounded in god right so everything that is about us our seed has to be rooted and grounded in god too because the soweth soweth the word mm-hmm. when we talk about that scripture it's about the thorns that, that choke the word it's about the birds mm-hmm. that come and try, try to steal the word same thing yes. with the seed they're going to come and steal the seed and you're going to have to go like this to keep those varmints and birds yes. and everything away from your seed because you said i am going to forgive and i'm going to let God heal this thing and I am going to keep it in the ground until it grows 
and takes root and transforms my life. And I just, I'm listening to something that you just said. You said the seed is tender. Mm -hmm. The seed is also tempting. It's tender Mm. and it's tempting. So it it can easily be uprooted. So that means you really have to push that seed in further so that it can take root. And that means really being mindful of allowing others or yourself to dig that seed up before we can take root because they are tempting. You're tempted to either pull it up to see if anything happened. You know, when you plant something like, why is this thing not growing anything? So you want to dig it up and say, let me see if it opened up at least, Yeah, you know, but you have to resist that. That's something that has to be resisted because the seed is tender and tempting. tempting. I Mm -hmm. love that. I may have to put that in the book. Write that. Yeah. I'm going to add that. That's good, Coach Denise. Amen. So I hope you were blessed by this episode, Sow It as a Seed and Let Go and Sow, which is uh, all about how to make peace with your past and turning your lemons into lemonade, right? We were super excited to share this with you, and we want to remind you to grab the freebie that goes with this series. It is my Color Seed Vibrational Meditation. And this is going to support you in reframing your mind and really causing that seed to manifest quicker. This is a beautiful meditation. It's uh, several pages. It's all about color and what they represent. And you're going to love it. So you definitely want to make sure that you click the link below or on the right of this podcast. All right. So Coach Janice, another wonderful episode. We look forward to seeing them next week. Next week. Yes, when we go into our fourth and final part of the Soul Detoxing series. And you don't want to miss it because we're going to, I want you to put all these pieces together and go on and detox your soul. Amen. And join the next 28 Day Body and Soul Detox. We're just finishing up this one. Uh, this, yeah, next week we completely close it out. So we're going to be opening enrollment for the next detox and we want you to be in it. All right. Yes. That's it. Okay. Talk to you next week. Take care everybody. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. I hope you were blessed by this episode. If so, please be a blessing by liking and subscribing so that we can reach more sisters like you. Be sure to click the link in the show notes to download this episode's juicy free resource. And let's stay connected. Join our Sacred Self-Care Sisterhood Facebook group with daily inspiration for your body and soul designed to awaken the kingdom heiress you truly are. Like our business page where you can join me live for weekly food demos, self-care tips, and emotional healing support. Visit the website for a complete list of our programs and support tools. Beloved, life doesn't get better by simply praying. It gets better by receiving the support you need to get what you've been praying for. Set up your complimentary health and wellness support call by simply filling out my health and wellness assessment form and scheduling your call. See all details in the show notes below. And remember, You can soothe your soul, heal your body, and live your bliss in a time like this.